Greetings, everybody. Pastor Ron coming to you from the studios right here at PTC Ministries, and I am joined today by some very special guests, and I want to introduce them to you. To my left, uh, most of you know, is Pastor Jade Abrams. How are you this morning? Fantastic. All right, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, and then to the right of me is uh, my dear friend, Pastor Marcus McClure from Water Valley, Kentucky. Honored to have you with us today as well. Thank you. We're glad to be here. And uh, going to be with us all weekend. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a great time in the Lord. And uh, so we're excited about that. And then to my far right is my son-in-law and uh, my ministry friend as well and that is Austin New. so so glad to have you here with us this weekend as well honored to be here so today we're just going to jump right in and we're going to uh, just talk about what's going on in our world at the moment and uh, it's not all doom and gloom today so praise God celebrate that yeah, for sure absolutely. and uh, it is February the 18th if my memory is correct this morning yeah. yes. and uh, so we are finding ourselves in a week of renewal and refreshing and a lot of talk, a lot of conversation throughout social media platforms of what's going on in Asbury, uh, out in, in Wilmore, Kentucky, as yeah. well as in Lee University and other places, uh, even over in Ohio. Yeah. And uh, so we're excited about what we're hearing and what we're seeing, and we're just going to dive in and talk a little bit about that today. Amen. And uh, we, I personally believe that it's a time of where we are entering into an awakening it's more yes, than a revival absolutely. and uh, but we want to talk about some of the common threads that throughout the history of revival especially the histories of revival in america uh, i think there's some things we can talk about uh, that has always been uh, present that helps usher in a move of god and mm -hmm. so we did have the privilege on wednesday night to go down and just sit in the room in asbury and just uh very refreshing very encouraging and uh, i think what's so encouraging about it and I shared with some of you uh, over the last day or two is that it was just a, uh, a willingness to just linger and stay in the presence of the Lord and I think that's something that can be uh, uh, be brought to every place of worship if we just get people willing to linger and to be in the presence of God it changes yeah. everything so that's right let's uh, I'd like to just kind of go around and hear your hearts as we get ready as you start seeing what's going on where, Pastor Marcus, I'll begin with you. Yes, sir. Uh, what, are, what are you sensing? I know you guys are in revival there at Pentecostal Tabernacle in Water Valley, Kentucky. God's doing some great things. Uh, what are, in your region, uh, in your geographic location there, what are you experiencing? What are you feeling? What are you seeing happen uh, concerning revival? Uh, we are just thankful for the, the move of God and, and the presence of God that we are, uh, are experiencing. And, uh, you know, seeing just people hungry for the realness of the Spirit of God. And I, I think that people have come to uh, the drawing. The Bible says we'll be drawn by the Spirit. Yeah. And uh, I believe the Spirit is beginning to draw people. Uh, I believe that, you know, we're seeing people be delivered from addiction and from drugs and all kinds of different situations. People that are, uh, what we're seeing is people that are unchurched. Um, that are come, being drawn by the Spirit to be saved and to come to God, and so uh, it seems. And it doesn't seem like, you know, it's it's. I know the the college is getting the uh, the attention right now because yeah. it's uh, social media and and news channels are beginning to catch on to this of what's happening, 
But I believe the, the people that have been hungry for a move of God, and I think that key word there is hungry, uh, for a move of God is is seeing that because uh, I believe God's pouring out His Spirit in this last day and that uh, God's wanting to move. And so we're seeing those things happen in our yeah. congregational, in our, our weekly worship, and our people are just hungry and drawn to the Lord. And, uh, you know, we, we live in a small community. You can attest to that. And we are we are seeing just numerous people come to God and come to uh, to be in His presence. And uh, I think that's what we're seeing is just a... a a, a pure hunger and move of God that people are excited about and are uh, ready for. Yeah. Very good. I believe that's true across the board. I think what I'm seeing, even uh, on the college campuses, what I'm seeing is there's just a there's a pureness. Yes. Uh, there's a realness yeah. coming, and I think it's not about something that's been worked up or anything such as that, but it is about just simply people desiring to be in the presence of the Lord and mm -hmm. uh, and that that's encouraging. It is. It seems to be that it, it is the younger generation. Uh, the younger people are mm -hmm. seem to be catching on to this uh, a little more in depth than maybe some of us older ones. Uh, I believe that they're they're not looking for uh, man's traditions and man's ideas of church. I think they're looking for a genuine, pure encounter with Jesus and that's exactly what we need as a church is we need a pure genuine encounter with Christ and that's what's really happening there because everything I hear uh, there at the college is, is that when you walk into the place there's a, a sense of peace, a sense yeah. of unity. Uh, well isn't that what the church is supposed to be and mm -hmm. what's what we're, we're supposed to be striving for and so uh, that's what they're hungry for, that's what they hungered for and because they hungered for that that's what they're receiving. And so, uh, you know, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing it in our church, a new sense of unity, a new yeah. sense of, of, of hunger and, and uh, purity of being just in the presence of God. Very good, very good. And I think that resonates, I think, with everyone that I've talked to concerning mm -hmm. this topic. I think it resonates with the fact that there is a realness and there's an authenticness mm -hmm. about this present time. and. Uh, Austin, I know you're about an hour away from us there in uh, uh, Ohio with Abundant Life with Pastor Setzer, and I know that uh, things are going well there. Yeah. Uh, and I know you just ministered there this week uh, on Thursday yeah, last or week, last yeah. week, and mm -hmm. uh, and with the Haven group there. And mm -hmm. uh, so, kind of give us a feel of what you're <coughs> seeing with with that group of young people mm -hmm. there in Germantown, Ohio, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and what, what's your take on where you're at? What we're really seeing and experiencing, uh, honestly, I think is a, a reaping of what has been sown over the years because the last, uh, last few years there was a group of, uh, you know, just a handful of young people that really got together and they said, you know, we want to start having prayer meetings, you know, once a week just get together and pray and have a little devotion time and then just you know we're just going to seek the face of God until we're ready to go home yeah and they were doing that on Tuesdays for a very long time and then they said well let's switch it to a Friday night that way we're not constricted on time and <clears throat> excuse me you know we're not constricted on time for the next day we can mm -hmm. just seek God uh, as long as we want to and they cut out from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. And, you know, we, we would see, you know, God was moving when they were doing the Tuesday night prayer, you know, mm -hmm. not saying 
that he wasn't doing anything. But yeah. when they really carved out that time right. to sit back and just linger and really sow seed in prayer is when we really, really started to see God begin to yeah. move in an extraordinary way, you know, from, because I, and it started with a handful and, you know, we would get some messages of, you know, oh, so-and-so is here tonight. And, um, I, you know, the times that I've been there, it's, it's not just, you know, a handful of people showing up. It's, it's several people from mm -hmm. the church from all ages, you know, uh, one girl is, you know, kind of preteen age all the way up into, you know, a few senior saints coming and everybody just sowing in prayer and seeking God for a revival. And it's it's really beginning to show and we're really beginning to see the harvest from that. Uh, our Sunday services, you know, it's just you come in, it's a, a different atmosphere. Like you can walk yeah. in and just know yes. that God is about Amen. to do something yeah. big. And some of our Sunday nights, you know, and, and Pastor Setzer has always said, you know, we have a structure in case we need, you know, we have a structure that we fall back on in case we don't know which direction God is wanting to go in the moment. Yeah. But at any point in time, God can do whatever he wants to do. And yep. there's really been just a freedom and a liberty that he has, uh, <clears throat> that he's told us that we have, you know, he's like, mm -hmm. if you feel like God is wanting you to go pray for somebody, don't wait, go do it now. Mm -hmm. And when you really begin to see people step out and doing that, uh, they have, you know, you see one person step out that usually doesn't step out and do something. Mm -hmm. Then it's like a domino effect of several yeah. people stepping out and then yeah. just there's, I mean, we've had testimony after testimony of people saying, you know, when this person stepped out, it made me feel like I can do it as well. Yeah. And God has just shown up in mighty ways. And, and then just to attest with what Pastor Marcus was saying uh, with our Haven group, most of our Haven group are coming in from inner cities, inner city Hamilton, Ohio, yeah. inner city Middletown, you know, Franklin, right. Ohio, where they've never set foot in churches before. Right, right. You know, they have no, they, they don't know the traditions or the, you know, the religious yeah, the side of it. That's you right. Know, the rituals of it. And they're coming in and having never been exposed to that side of Christianity, their authenticity of it, of just a desire of mm -hmm. this is real, mm -hmm. you know, this is something and, and is just... It's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, I was. I've been raised in the church. You know, my parents mm -hmm. got saved when I was very, very young, and so I've been in church more than I haven't. Right. Yeah. And so I've, you know, I've seen the religious side of it. I've seen the traditional side of it, and to be able to see them having not known any of that, but they come in and they just say, mm -hmm. "This is real." Yeah. You know, it was it, it was a reality check and for me and for a lot of the other ones who were there who have been raised in this as well, they're like, Okay, it was it was a reality check of what is it that I have accepted as doctrine and accepted as scripture yeah. or biblical principle that may be just man's tradition. Right. Yeah, right. And yeah. being able in that and you know, being able to sit back and really look at that and be able to say, well, what's real and what's what's really God and what maybe yeah. isn't, has been able has created just such a unity amongst the entire church that God has been able to, that God has honored that, and He has you know really blessed us with 
with souls and with you know miracles and things like that. Uh, the night that I ministered, and it you know wasn't because of me being there, <laughs> but the night that I ministered, you know, I made the altar call and gave the call for salvation and. There was four young people that came up and accepted Christ. Praise God. Uh-huh. And awesome. then uh, this past Thursday night at Haven, we had a uh, we had you know Pastor Matt preached, and I didn't even know if he was really going to get to. I know that's not a uh, right. I know that's not uh, always that's not always a good thing. You know, a lot of people say, and I'm I'm not a fan of it when they say right. service was so good the preacher didn't even get to uh, preach. Right. Yeah. You right. know, all of us in here know that's not <laughs> that's not yeah. ideal, but um. But he got up, and there was just such a thick, thick presence of the Holy Spirit there. And he ministered, kind of exhorted just very shortly, you know, not very long, made the altar call, and there was several that came and were filled with the whole baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. People were moved on, miracles happened, and, you know, that's just... And like I said, that comes from the, the, the long sowing of our prayer meetings that we've had yeah. over the last few years of just people, Absolutely. young people, and, and, and it was headed up by young people. Yes. Yeah. You know, and we, we, have our, we have our Monday night ladies prayer where they get together every, every Monday night and they pray. That's been going on for several years. And, uh, you know, and the men get together and pray and things like that. So I shouldn't say it was, our prayer movement was headed up by the young people. But this Friday night group, this Friday night crew that has really dedicated right. a 12 hour time slot and it's turned into just like I said earlier it's turned in from being just young people to all ages, all ages. coming together Amen. as one and really sowing in prayer and it just goes to show the fact of you know the biblical principle of you know you you will reap what you sow right. and if you sow good seed you'll reap good seed I'd like to add to, to what he was saying to uh, I totally forgot till he started saying something about it is I've had a, a group of young men, right. and you've yeah. you've been there and and right. seen them for about two years now. Uh, they dedicated Monday night mm-hmm. to prayer, and they come whether anybody is there mm-hmm. or not, yeah. and they've been praying for revival. And as uh, Brother Austin was saying, and you know we we've seen the fruits of that. The the they come they'll come early before Sunday morning service and pray in the sanctuary before service time we're seeing that and and as i said it, was, it seems like the younger generation has a hunger and a desire to be in the presence of god yeah yeah the one who really started ours is her name is uh, her name is tia her parents are from jordan they're jordan they're jordanian immigrants and she was raised you know and her testimony is just it's incredibly powerful three failed suicide attempts you know she was struggling with her you know with her own sexuality and things like that yeah. And then she got invited to a Haven service one night, came in, got saved, got filled with the Holy Ghost, and she was like, I'm not turning back. And she has just really, she has really dug in. And, you know, another one, like I said, you know, she, as far as the Pentecostal side of it goes, you know, it's just something she wasn't ever really exposed to. But she came in and experienced and had that real encounter with God and said, you know, this this is what I want, and whatever it is, I'm going to dig in and push. And, and if you guys need one, get a hold of her. She'll get it through. <laughs> Changes everything. Absolutely. Just one moment in his presence. Absolutely. You know, and I think it's exciting to hear, you know, that there is a mixture of elder saints and a younger mm-hmm. generation. And, uh, 
And I think we can uh, we can speak to that even here. I think you know, for years, you know, we've had people that have faithfully uh, given themselves to prayer, uh, took it upon their own selves to go and no lights, no cameras, no uh, no applause, mm-hmm. but yet they faithfully go and they go to the word, they go to that time of prayer, and they come together and pray. And I think we're beginning to see. Uh, the, the heart of God began to be sought after in, in an open form now where mm-hmm. people are just uh, young and old alike. They, they're just tired of the entertainment yes. and they're wanting a, an experience. Genuine and, encounter. And I, I think that's, that changes uh, the dynamics of everything yes, we sir. do. Right. And I think it's, uh, it's about relationship. Yes, that's sir. one of those things. And when you start getting into relationship with him, you begin to see his true identity, and you cannot help but fall in love with him when you Come see on. that. Come on, yeah. You know? And right. I think yeah. that's what Absolutely. we're that's what we're starting to see. Yes. And uh, you know, the psalmist wrote, "Taste and see." Taste and see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think once somebody gets a taste, uh, yeah. they that uh, they want a little more, and they want a little more. Amen. And, uh, Amen. And I think that's what's so exciting about what we're seeing right now. And uh, Jade, you was with me on Wednesday night. We mm-hmm. we was here in church, had a great time in the Lord here. Actually, you saw a young lady give her heart to the Lord Wednesday. Praise God. Others on the altar praying. And then we just jumped in the car and just took a ride for three hours. And, uh, but uh, give me your take uh, as far as what you're seeing and what you're experiencing, what you're hearing even from, you know, some of our young men have been just reignited in the last uh, few weeks as well. And uh, so give us your take. Yeah, I think uh, to kind of, I think the unifying aspect of all this is we all know that prayer is involved. Um, yeah, that's right. I, to me, uh, you know, I even referenced it Wednesday night. You you start reading the the book First Samuel, and at the beginning of those, you you hear about Hannah, and then how she offers Samuel to to work in the tabernacle. But what what becomes the main theme is how bad Eli's sons are. Right. And how bad they are, and how, and everybody knew they were crooked. Right. Pretty much, everybody yeah. knew that they were doing wrong things with the sacrifices. That they right. were, they were unfaithful to their their wives. Everybody knew these mm-hmm. things were going on, but, but what was going on where nobody else could see was there was a young boy in the temple that was serving. Yes. That was ministering to the mm-hmm. Lord. That was ministering to the to, to the man of the of, mm-hmm. of God. And I, I kind of related that to that our culture has magnified all the cons with this generation. Come on, that's yeah. right. And has really kind of forced this this theme of they're stupid. They're, this is the worst generation that ever was. But behind the scenes, they didn't realize that there was young people right. that were in the house of God that were getting saved. You know, mm-hmm. like at Haven, at, at Pastor Marcus's church, that were seeking God's face. Even here, that were saying, hey, can you meet us? We want to pray. We want. Mm-hmm. We, we need to be led into the church. We, we want to cry out to God. And what we've seen with that is now, just like Samuel, there came a time that he came out of the tabernacle and he wasn't just the, the altar boy anymore. Right. right. He, he wasn't just the churchgoer anymore. He became a voice for a nation. I Amen. mean, God literally used one man to speak to an entire generation. And I think that... That, that's what we're seeing is that behind closed doors that there is a generation that was truly, uh, it may have been a remnant, it may have been a small group, but they were crying out for a genuine move 
of God. And I think that's what we're saying. And when we were down in Asbury, I mean, I, I keep describing to my wife as, I was like, hey, you felt weightless. Mm-hmm. I said, it was like nothing else mattered. You couldn't help but talk about Christ. Like yeah, it, yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't think about anything else. You couldn't talk about anything else. And, and I, I think that what we're seeing is, is God is showing a generation, you know, you've heard about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you've talked about it. Right. Mm-hmm. You've had elders talk about it. Yes. But now I'm going to show you how real I truly am. Truly am. am. That's mm-hmm. right. And yeah. I think that we're just seeing something really, as to echo what everybody is saying, something that's genuine, something that's real. And it's not all hyped up. It's not all pumped up. I think there's people out there that have tried to make it hyped right. up, pumped up. But it's truly, as Pastor Marcus said, it's a hunger. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we know what God's Word says about that. Those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall, they shall, shall be filled. Amen. And uh, I, I would tell you, I sent something to Austin the other day. Mm-hmm. I was in here praying with some young men on Thursday night. And uh, I didn't really tell him the full story, but I was in this, this, uh, this sanctuary and I saw something out of the corner of my eye just moved down the hallway of our our foyer. And the Lord began to speak to me, and He said, You are only in the hallway Mm. of revival. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And He said, There's an open door before this generation, before my church and this nation, and what you're feeling is just the effects Mm -hmm. that is coming through the door. Come on. But if we can go beyond that door and get into the fullness, I think we are truly, and you said it Wednesday night, that we are just just seeing the tip. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we are just experiencing the fringe of what God wants to do in this age. And mm-hmm. I'm just so glad to see that there is a young generation stepping up to the plate like David did. Uh, but there's also a, a Samuel, an older generation, that's willing to say, you're anointed. Yes, right. amen. Right. And I, I'm thankful for what we're, we're seeing and experiencing. And I think... Again, it's just going to explode. Well, we're just seeing the yes. precipice of what is truly to come. Well, I, I think that uh, in that, what he just said of, of, of seeing the beginning of it, uh, I, this has to take place. This yeah. unity, yeah. this peace, this calm, because our, our world has been in such uproar, yeah. been turned upside right. down. Right. Our societies and our, our, our schools and our colleges have been been divided in division and now we're seeing a unity of people come together with different ideas and different thoughts and now it's become one thing and that's Jesus and so that has to happen if there's going to be an outpouring of the power of the Holy Ghost and I believe that that I can I just I get a little excited (laughs) here but uh, I I believe that this is just this is the beginnings the precursor of what is getting ready to happen that this is going to be turned into an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and begin Mm -hmm. to see gifts and begin to see anointed people begin to speak and things begin to happen that we've been praying about. The the church, the real church has been praying for this for for years now. We've heard about it. We've talked about it. We've we've read the history books on it. it. We've preached about it. And this is what we've been hungry for is for an outcry of God that we would become unified, that we would have peace. And in that, we would begin to see the power thereof. And so, uh, you know, we have to be careful that we don't... uh, don't miss the power thereof, you know, and so uh, I just I believe that, and I, I I believe the I believe the Lord spoke to you in that, and that we are just this is just the beginning yes. of what's really the the true. Uh, I hate to even kind of put it this way, but the real outpouring hadn't even got here yet. Right. Yeah, the the signs and the wonders and miracles. God mm-hmm. said we would see them. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. We, we preached it for years and heard it preached for years that we would see signs and wonders and miracles. That is the effect of revival of true peace and unity. When you get in that frame of mind, then God can then God can begin to move. Right. Yeah, and I believe that's where we're we're entering into even now. We're starting to see that and hear that. So that's so encouraging. Those of you that are joining us today as well, I, I want I hope that you're hearing the heart of these men of God that's with us today. And uh, we want you to be encouraged and know this today, that uh, our best days are not behind us. Come on, yes, yeah. amen. I, I've said that often over the years. Hallelujah. But our, not only is our best days ahead, but our best days are right now. In mm -hmm. this moment, yes. there is an awakening that's taking Come place. On. And we're, we're just extremely excited and optimistic about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're believing God to... Uh, not just touch a handful of people, but to blanket the earth in a very unique mm -hmm. way. So yeah. when that, when we start talking in that manner, what we're really saying is that revival can come to your house. Yes. Revival can come That's to your family. Uh, right. It can come to your situation. So today, I just want to encourage you to... Uh, to be faithful, uh, to remain faithful, yes. and uh, know this, that God is still in complete authority. Amen. has dethroned him, mm -hmm. nor will it. And right now, because of the church, uh, been faithful, we are getting ready to step into something new and fresh yes. that, it, that we have read about throughout Scripture and what we have heard men of God, women of God, speak prophetically concerning. So today, uh, I just want to say thank you for joining us, and we're going to have a, a part two of this conversation, uh, but as we are bringing this to a close today for this program, uh, I would like to just speak over you and your family and just let you know that, uh, that not only does God love you, but we love you, yeah. and uh, we're praying for you, praying for your family, so be encouraged and allow revival to happen at your house. Amen. May the Lord bless you, may keep you, may shine brightly upon you and give you blessed peace today. God bless.